I've just been into town to get a coffee. Kind of took a weird route this morning. I walked up to go get a coffee from the outlet a few miles down the road. But then it was getting a little bit late. It's about nine o'clock. And uh, yeah, there's a guy coming around to see the car. It just says before 11.30, so let's try any time. So I've got to head back and uh, yeah, I went through town. Went into a coffee shop and on we go into. And as I'm walking to the back of the shop, to go into the bathroom, I see my ex-mother-in-law stood at the till. I don't think she recognised me. So I look a little bit different from the last time she saw me, which is about four months ago. Um, so she didn't really notice me, which is good. I didn't really want to interact with her. It's not a very good experience. And so I went, went to the bathroom, came out. And then I see, see her and my ex-partner sat at the window at the other side of the shop. So she obviously saw me. I'm just stood in line waiting to be served. And then uh, all I can hear her say is, I bet this, I bet you did this, I bet that. She can't even just be, you know? can't even just sit and enjoy a coffee or speak to a mum. It has to be something. So, so anyway, I just got my coffee and walked out. It wasn't awkward, nothing. I even stopped, I even stopped right next to them to open the door for somebody, so it doesn't really bother me. I've got nothing to nothing to be ashamed of I'm just exposed how shitty they treat people so so yeah that was an interesting experience that's the first time in about four months that's happened so so great but anyway, I was, as I was walking, I was walking back and, um, what's going on there? This house has been built. It's taken a little while. But it looks nice. It's been renovated. Anyway, it was very nice all... Kind of like a kind of like a grey slate colour on the outside. It's quite nice. So anyway, so as I'm walking back, I see this guy across the road. Don't know. I don't know why I noticed him. He crosses over, and I know he's walking. 
gonna walk in front of me so I slow down a little bit give him some give him some room and then he just takes up the whole path just walks down the middle and he's walking slower than me so I kind of slow down back off a bit and then there's a, a woman trying to push a, a cage full of uh, milk and the roads are, uh, the path's a little bit bumpy so it's not really moving too stable so anyway this guy just stands there opens it opens the car door <laughs> so he just basically stops dead opens the car door so he's blocking the girl with a cage of milk I kind of like abruptly stopped behind him because I didn't really know what he was doing and he had absolutely no idea There's, there was no there was no uh, reaction there was no awareness what he did Do you know what I mean? I had the same thing yesterday, same experience yesterday. So I'm driving back to get air put in the tyres. So I'm looking for a garage, a petrol station. And um, I have to turn around because the, the garage I went to didn't have any. The machine wasn't... The machine was busy. There was a lot of people queuing up for it. So I was like, okay, I'll go to a different one. So I turned around, went down a little side street, and I'm approaching this car that just appears from the end of the footpath. So it's reversing onto the road. And I see another car coming in the, in the opposite direction. So I see him. I see this car pulling out. But the entire time, that this car's reversing off the off the pavement the woman did not look once she was holding a banana talking to somebody and she did not look on the road once she only looked in her mirror her rear view mirror looking to see what was behind her because it was a parked car behind her but she didn't notice me and she didn't notice the other car on the other side and she pulled out and then she carried on it's like there was no acknowledgement and I've been trying to figure out what the word is to best describe that because that's how my mum acts I think that's how she's always acted but because because she's living, she's been living with me for four months and because um, I can kind of see these things a bit easier. It's like, I can't describe it. It is like senseless. I say senseless as in they've got no sense of what is going on, what's going on around them. But then they're doing things that that would require you to be able to sense what is going on around you, like driving a car or crossing the street. 
So to a degree, there's... They are sensing. But it's like... What is controlling that? What, what's the control of the degree? You know? I find it weird. I've been trying to describe it for months, but I can't find... I can't find the word. It's like... Lacking context. It's like... Not being able to read the room. Not being able to feel or sense. Or... Common sense, even common sense, right? It's all those things. And it was like, my mum came to me yesterday, yesterday evening. She said the back door won't shut. And I said, did you look? Did you see the cable, the orange cable that's going out the back door? I said, I've got, um, I put an extension cord down. And she's seen me do this before. I mean, you can't miss... You cannot miss the orange cord, it's bright orange. And it's a white door, you can't miss it. So it runs like underneath the corner of the door. So the door shuts over, but you just, you can't lock it, right? It's like a problem. But she comes up and says the back door won't lock. So I'm like, did you see the orange cable? She doesn't respond to that. She just wants, she's waiting for me to tell her to do something. So I said, leave it, I will sort it. It's, uh, it's frustrating because it's like so, um, it's common sense. It's common sense, but it doesn't exist. So I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Like, what is it exactly that is wrong? It's a lack of something. But I think... It's so difficult to explain it. Alright. It's like we do things and we... We're aware of the dangers. We're aware, right? Maybe that's maybe that's the word. Awareness. Maybe it's a lack of awareness. Yeah, maybe that is it. Because you could do something, right? Something you'd never done before, and it's like you could be aware of what what could be. You know what could happen. You're also aware of what is happening. That's like with people. That oh, was a bit eventful. So there was a couple just stopped at the side of the road asking where the retail park was. So I had to pause and then directed them. And then as soon as, uh, as soon as they drove off, a guy calls me up about the car. And he says, he's been there, but I'm not there. And he's got to go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a bit frustrating he said he's got to go somewhere else um, he didn't really ask where I was I said the message I got said before 11.30 so it doesn't really 
give me much to go by other than 11.30. So I was like, luckily, I'm only about five minutes away. So he's okay, he said he's been there 10 minutes. And uh, I just said, have you had a look at the car? And he said, he can't, he can't take any photos because it's not in the right position or something. I just thought he was going to look at the car. <laughs> I thought he was just going to make sure it doesn't have any unexpected damage and whatnot. But I don't know. Anyway. I think that is it for now. Maybe catch up in a bit. Hey, back again. It's been a few hours. I'm just walking back towards the outlet place to get coffee. So I've been speaking about this is just more, it's more for my memory because you've just been there this is just all obviously one recording for you you obviously just listened to the last 12 minutes of me speaking about uh, the things that people do with no lack of awareness it's weird isn't it it's really weird that people can function perform whatever function but not be aware of I don't know of what's going on you know like they can't be It's almost like, well, it's not almost like, it is like they only focus on certain things. They only... They only do certain things. They only pay attention to certain things. They're only aware of certain things. It's typically things that they want or need. Things that they want. So it's like... Somebody may ensure they go and get their hair done at their hairdressers every month. You know, and they pay like up to £100 to have it done. But they, they don't earn any money. Let's say they just have a certain amount of money in the bank account. Rather than Rather than do things that they actually need. You know, like things that... Getting your hair done, I would see, is a luxury. Not a necessity. Some people see it as a necessity. Because it's habitual. Something they may have done for years and years. But... um, their conditions change and they don't adapt like they don't adapt at all because they don't realise they're not aware that things have changed 
it's a lack of adaptation a lack of awareness they, they literally do not know or they act like they do not know you know that all the money that they have in that bank account is all they've got for instance and when that money's all gone when it's all spent on haircuts then what then the conditions are forced to change aren't they they're forced to confront the fact that they have no money and that they can't afford to go and get a haircut now it's strange I don't understand I don't understand how people can live like that it's almost like uh, I don't I don't even know how you would become like that maybe it's just like you you just live the same rituals the routines over and over and over and uh, somebody's always been there to to ensure the rituals are fulfilled right there's never been a time when they haven't been able to fulfill the ritual so maybe maybe that's part of it enabled they've been enabled to live that way you know but you can imagine if somebody in the street right like the guy that kind of <laughs> the guy that walked in front of me he didn't realise there was anyone around even though he saw me when he was crossing the road and he saw the, the girl struggling with the milk cart on the milk cage it's like he's not responding he's not adapting to the present the what he's observing he's choosing to ignore it choosing to ignore what's happening maybe that's the maybe that's the thing I'm missing maybe that's the perspective maybe I'm assuming that everyone that everyone is always acknowledging the present or always observing what is happening like it's an unconscious thing which to a degree it is Is advertising subliminal marketing right you don't have to be paying attention to it but you observe it so the things that are happening around you you have to be observing it unconsciously you're just choosing not to um, participate maybe because it doesn't benefit you So, yeah. Kind of sucks. Because you can't really... I mean, try telling a person that that's what they're doing. 
they won't have a clue what you're talking about. They'll be like, either they'll say, I had no idea, but, but they still continue to do the same thing because they're not aware of it. They're choosing to consciously ignore certain things. Maybe the maybe the most accurate way to describe it is they're only acknowledging the things that serve them, which means the things that they benefit from. So if it's something that maybe if it's something that you need that you need help with maybe they're not going to help you or maybe they'll just do the minimum or something but it's um, it is weird I've never never really experienced it before until I started to notice certain people around me acting like that you know like they were li- they they literally only do things to benefit themselves and if it's anything that might benefit you but doesn't benefit them but let's say let's say it's something that they should be doing like they should be trying to take care of themselves. You know, like if they're a grown adult and they're capable, they should be looking after themselves. They should be trying to provide safety and stability for themselves. They shouldn't be dependent on somebody else for that. And if they have been dependent on somebody for that before, and they've been told that that is not normal, then obviously, if they're being told that they need to to do that, they're gonna choose not to because there's no benefit to them. They have to expend energy doing something that they they don't see as necessary. There's no direct benefit to them. If um, if somebody messaged them or called them up and said. Oh, hey, I've got this thing that I want to give to you for free. Obviously, they're going to go and get it. Regardless of what it is. Because there's no energy attached to it. They don't have to give anything up in order to get it. Whereas... the balanced approach the balanced way to do that is to say I have to 
give you something. There has to be an exchange. Whether it's you give them money or you, you give them some cakes that you baked or some bread that you baked. You give them something, right? It's a fair exchange. Now, if someone's ever given me something for free, I don't sell it. I don't sell it on. I give it away for free again. Because if you take something and there's no exchange, you either give it back to the person, or if they have no need for it, you give it away to somebody else. It's like paying it forward. No, uh, no strings attached, no exchange required. Just pay it forward. Once you're done with it, give it back to the person you got it from, or if they don't need it, give it to somebody else that needs it. So, the guy came round to look at the car and I think judging by the way that they appraise the cars it's typically on a grade scale grade one being maybe only like minor imperfections you know like it needs uh, some very minor touch-ups that could be done at a dealership all the way down to like grade five or six, which is like uh, body panels, you know, something needs replacing, something major maybe. So I'm always, uh, I always take care of things. Even though it's a material thing, right? I always, if you don't derive value, what's the point in having it? Right? Like just having something for the sake of having it is there's no value in it. It's empty. So this car was the I don't know. It was the car that I wanted uh, but I couldn't get about eight years ago. So I bought it five years ago. And whenever, the, whenever there was a problem with it, I always made sure that things got fixed on it. Because like I like was saying before, uh, last week I think, that you have to maintain things. The more you use something, the faster the rate of decay. So you have to maintain things and the faster or rather the the more that something is used the quicker it's gonna or the quicker some aspects of it are going to the quicker some aspects of it are going to decay so like on a car it's typically your tires and your brakes they're the things that tend to wear out quick uh, when you've been doing a lot of driving
but because the last few years that I've had the car, the last two or three years, I haven't really done much driving. It's been, it's been unbalanced, right? I've had the car, but I've not really driven it. So it's just a waste for it to sit there. When somebody who could see some value in it to take ownership to essentially be responsible for it to keep it running because the longer it's kept running it means it's not going to be sitting in a scrap heap it's going to mean it's going to negate the need for another car to be produced because the more used cars that are still around in good condition that's going to mean there's less manufacturing required the manufacturing is where the majority of emissions are going to come from now people can the end user can uh, can negate that they just don't drive it but then the ownership of it becomes unbalanced because suddenly you're paying tax insurance servicing and uh, it just sits there it just sits there and does nothing it's not it's not serving any purpose to anyone so for me, I feel relieved. I feel released of a burden. <laughs> That's what you have to do. You have to detach from things. I was never attached to... I don't really attach to things anymore. Because... Whilst you can do, whilst you can value the, whilst you can see value in the thing, as in, maybe it's the experience when you drive it. That's the value. That's something that you're getting from it, right? But when... When the value is not observed, when it's not experienced, then it just becomes a thing. It just becomes an ornament. And that doesn't mean it always it's observed. It just sits there, right? It just gathers dust, gathers cobwebs. Nothing is done with it. And it just decays. Things that don't get used are gonna decay quick. It's gonna be the same as if you use it too much. It's the polar extreme. Not using something is also gonna cause problems. It's gonna cause it to decay. I've got another car that now I've got this car sold. I can uh, sort that one out. I can sort that car out <laughs> and then I can sell that car 
this one's got a transmission leak because the the filter needs to be replaced but I can't I can't replace the filter myself which I found out because it has to be you have to put the car on a lift on a car lift because trying to it could be done whilst lying on your back on the ground but there isn't a great deal of room and it requires other tools like you have to siphon the oil and drain it pull the filter you have to remove the screws in a certain order all this stuff So I'll get that done at a garage who's got, who have the equipment. And then that car can be enjoyed by somebody else. So I only really ever bought that car to fix it. And uh, Yeah, I could have sold it three years ago because it was in a it was in a good state. Obviously, the transmission still needed to be done, the filter and that. But yeah, and then I'll be able to release that one. <laughs> It's uh hmm It's a change in perspective because I don't know when I got those cars it was like I don't know I, I wanted to put my stamp on it I wanted to fix it I wanted to have experience with that particular brand of car but I did I did the majority but it can be a bit... I think if that was just my only car, I probably would have finished it quicker. But I've always kind of been plagued by finding problems. So cars are probably not, not a good thing for me. You know, because nothing is going to be perfect on a car, even a brand new car. A brand new car is a little bit easier to just just looking at it you could probably be like you could just leave it right but as cars decay things just get old and whilst not everything needs to be replaced you think well I can replace it, so maybe I just should. But it's really not necessary. 
So I think whilst you could try and release and let go and fix things all at the same time, I don't think you're supposed to. I think there are times when it just happens, when it's needed, when it's natural to just release, to let go of something, when it's time to replace something or to fix something. Because In some cases to fix something It doesn't mean it's broken It just means it's decayed to a certain point It just means it's worn, it's used Jesus This guy just went right past me on a motorbike on the uh, this is a, a cycle path it's not for motorbikes or cars and the guy didn't even beep or do anything and he's got a learner plate so if he got caught he'd probably lose his license because he also ignored the the signs the road signs it says no motorcycles Jeez, crazy, crazy people, insane people. I mean, the road is right over the other side of me. <laughs> it is literally the same distance uh, to, to drive on that road than it is to go on this road. Yeah, horses, people, and bicycles. That's the only thing that's allowed on this road. Ay, ay, ay. had a choice to come down here and almost knock me over because where he passed me I was uh, I had to walk into the middle of the road because the bush was growing up so the road was narrow and I imagine he probably wouldn't have stuck around if he did hit me because he's on a learner's license, a learner plates, and he's on a road that he shouldn't be driving on. So he's got no reason to stop unless he's got some sense of moral morality or moral duty. Either way, people make stupid decisions all the time. It's only when uh, they have to face the consequences do they realise maybe they shouldn't have done it because the consequences are not always made clear beforehand so replacing or fixing things it's not always necessary. There'll come a time when it is necessary. But just because something is worn or something is decayed 
doesn't mean it has to be replaced just yet and I think that's something that that's a challenge that I've had to face and something I've had to learn from expensive mistake or rather an expensive um, expensive perspective seeing that things are worn that they should just be replaced as opposed to waiting until it is necessitated I'm trying to figure out it's quarter past yeah it's quarter past two I've got about two hours until I have to be at school to get collect my daughter so I'm hoping I've got enough time to get to the coffee place and get back again I mean I think it might be about half an hour until I get to the coffee place I'm only I think probably about halfway there now 20 or 30 minutes should be but that's uh, that's a risk I'm taking right because I don't have a car or a bike to allow me to travel quicker I'm literally at the mercy of my the speed that I can walk or run at I mean that's the thing worst case I can run back down this road at least if I cover this road it's about two miles two and a half miles maybe if I cover that then the rest of it is uh, fairly easy two hours I think it should be enough been 40 no it's been about half an hour yeah I've been walking for about half an hour I think so that's from near my house so maybe that's about a mile and a half maybe maybe a little bit more I think maybe it's about two miles because I'm up gone uphill now so I can tell looking at the uh, perspective behind me to see the other side of the valley so it's just weird that people act in the way that they do you know completely Kind of in their own world. Like just in their own, uh, just doing their own thing in the zone, right? You know, the guy crossing the road, 
just kind of stopping to get into his car and blocking the girl with the the cage of milk <laughs> and even the guy in the scoot on the motorbike there's no lack of a work complete lack of awareness he didn't make me aware that he was there until I heard his engine as he passed me his uh, exhaust because obviously he he was coming behind me so the exhaust noise was behind me so I wouldn't have even seen him but people do that people live in their own bubbles they don't think that or they don't see that everyone that the things that they do could affect other people that would be a lack of awareness right if you're doing something in public and there's other people around you and you, you kind of like I don't know driving your scooter around through a crowd of people you know weaving through a crowd of people that's just because that's what you want to do because it might make your journey shorter or quicker but it's the, be it's at the benefit or sorry it's to your benefit but it's to the detriment of everyone around you because everyone around you has to respond they're being forced to do something in response to your action because you took a perspective that doesn't really matter about everyone else around you in order for you to get to wherever you're going you're just going to do whatever you're going to do and everyone should just move out of the way I don't think it's selfish. I don't think that's the correct word to describe it. I think it's a distinct lack of awareness. It's like... To do something like that... And to be selfish... Doesn't mean that you lack awareness. You could still be aware... And still be selfish and do it. People may just think that you're arrogant because you're beeping your horn. But that, that's an awareness, right? The fact that you're beeping your horn is that you're aware that what you're doing is going to have an impact on the people around you. So at least you acknowledge. That's an acknowledgement of awareness, right? For somebody that doesn't acknowledge that they'll just come up silently and start weaving through the crowds people that aren't looking at them they're driving up to people's backs and weaving past them that's a, a complete lack of awareness because if somebody steps to the left or steps to the right or falls over suddenly what you've done is uh 
had a direct impact on somebody else because you've knocked them over or worse, worst case, you killed them. So convenience and ease and being concerned only with your own um, with your own being is a problem having no awareness is a problem you can be aware of other people and still be a dick It's the complete lack of awareness that is probably most dangerous. Because people can be completely unaware but have no bad intentions. You know, like they're not they're not just They're not just doing it for their own benefit kind of thing. They're just doing it because they're doing it, because they've got no awareness that what they're doing could potentially hurt somebody could just have an impact to somebody else they don't have that awareness and I don't know I don't know how how would that how would that come about how could somebody be brought up into the world with absolutely no sense of moral duty and by that I mean like being aware of other people being aware of your actions and the effect on others I'm not saying that you be concerned about your actions in terms of what people think of you it's just being aware of your actions being aware of your actions means that what you do could potentially impact other people and if people aren't aware of that it's like what do you do you can't force them to be aware of it right Because there's a reason that they don't that they don't act that way already it could be I mean you could say oh that person's just arrogant you know they're just doing things for themselves and that could be how they come across but like I said you can still be arrogant but you could still have awareness. So what is the cause for the lack of awareness? It's not just the arrogance. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> someone's got a robot lawnmower. Just saw it rolling around. <laughs> well, I guess it guess it lets the robot stretch its legs every day, I guess. Gives it something to do.
Um, yeah, how does, I mean, it's like being limited to just yourself that nobody else is ever considered. Doesn't make any, doesn't really make any sense. It's like you've been brought up in a sheltered, a really sheltered environment. I guess that would have to be something in the environment that's conditioned you to be that way. Probably a parent that, you know, only did things for themselves. Or a partner. And even though people may be the victim of those people, right? They may get used and abused by people like that. They still... They copy the behaviour because that's all they know. They've got nothing else to refer to. So I was talking about role models before. People have the TV providing direction and guidance. Which is why there's a distinct lack of morality in the world. At least there's this distinct lack of morality published in public. I know communities, some communities probably have proper role models, proper teachings, proper morality, you know? You know that they've got some grounding in what is good, what is bad. We're not really given that. We don't get that from from anyone in the public these days. What is good and what is bad. You know, and so people, sheeple, people, sheeple, sheeple, <laughs> sheeple. People can only adapt to what they're given. So if all people are given is, uh, this is what this person did. And it's, and it's not in the context of it's a bad thing. It's just people, people provide an opinion that says that isn't a good thing. Was, was ours kind of thing. It's because they have something, why don't we have something? That becomes the teaching. Rather than teaching you that what they did was bad, it becomes they have something that you don't. It's really like messed up logic. The the teaching is completely missed in it. The actual the actual lesson is completely missed. They um, they teach the thing that 
should be avoided. So, I think if morality was a thing, if that was taught, even though it would be still be a limitation, right? You're just limited to that morality. It's still um, better than what's available. Because what's available is the bad thing, the wrong thing. But it's constructed in a way of uh, making you want it because they have it. And they get away with it. So you should have it and you should get away with it. But I ain't good. There's uh, definitely something missing. It's got a. I mean, it's almost like we're reached. It's almost like we've reached a point of just complete disregard for for right and wrong. People don't hold they don't hold things in uh, in high esteem. It is literally what can I get? What can I get to benefit me? It's not what what good can I do in the world? What is my purpose in the world? It's all about greed and want. And I think we got to the point of, you know, people getting new phones every year, people getting new cars every year, it's greed. I think that's that's at the point. That's that's like the tipping point. Because you can't really go beyond that. To suggest that somebody gets a new phone every month would just be stupid. I think most people would probably see that as well. So every year is like the pinnacle. That's the end point. You can't go any further than that. You can't you can't spin out the iPhone 20 which is essentially the same as the iPhone 14 or the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 9. Well, there was no 10, was there? iPhone 9 or 8 or whatever, you know? Was there an iPhone 9? No, it was iPhone 9 they didn't have that signifies the end maybe it was uh, iPhone X for 10 yeah so that's the end right you can't go beyond that point that point of greed and want you can entice people with your streaming services I was quite surprised that there was another one launched, Paramount, Paramount Plus, and it looks like it's the same stuff that's on Netflix or Amazon, you know, it's just more of the same junk, it just means that 
you know Paramount don't need to license out their stuff to other platforms because they've got their own platform but they could still license out some of it right but all that means is now people are going to have like four or five different fucking sorry you have four or five accounts just to watch all the all the stuff that they like that they want does nobody see like a problem with that it used to just be like you'd have a Netflix account or you'd have an Amazon account and now it's like well if you want to watch if you want to watch BBC stuff like British stuff you have to have a BBC iPlayer account if you want to watch ITV stuff you have an you have to have an ITV player account it's like all this junk that you do not need but they want you to form an they want you to form an attachment with they want you to sign up for a monthly contract they want you to sell yourself via a direct debit and a direct debit is literally a one-way contract that you agree to that says if you ever want to terminate that contract you have to put it in writing to the company that you contracted with so it's very difficult to get out of and it's normally they'll try and charge you an administration fee it is basically uh, given the authority to that company to take that money from your bank account so if you try to cancel it from your side they may try and uh, depending on who the company is they may try and get something from you but that, that's all it is they just want you to contract with them and it's just like yeah, come on how far are they going to go what's going to be after all these streaming services hang on I'm just calculating the time so it took me 50 minutes to get to where I am 50 minutes probably got 10 minutes although it could be like 20 I'm not really doing too good on timings today I've got an hour hour and 40 minutes left let's say it takes me 10 minutes so I'd have an hour and a half oh it's going to be close I think I've probably got like maybe maximum of 10 minutes at the coffee shop I think maximum of 10 minutes for definite because the schools are going to be the schools are going to be leaving soon I think it's probably like in the next 10 minutes they start to start to finish so yeah it's probably a good time to leave and uh, like I said, I may have to run <laughs> if it gets too too light. So 
So yeah, we're kind of being uh, bombarded with all these attachments now. Yeah, get this streaming service. Get this streaming service. There's too many of them now. There's too many of them now that it's like... It's a joke. Because they're just playing... It's the same stuff, right? It's like, but oh, if you want to see episodes of this new t of this TV show, if you want to see new episodes of this TV show that you watched like a year ago, and you're like, oh yeah, I do. You gotta pay. You gotta buy a subscription. It's just becoming a joke. But like I said, it's the pinnacle. It's the end. Because the frequency of uh, what they're doing has reached the limit. Can you imagine if they started to charge you daily for a streaming service? If they said, oh, if you want to only watch it for like a day, it's going to be like only a quarter of the price. I'm sure people would do that. You know? That's how insane things are. But in terms of like sports and things like that, streamer services are already doing that. You can get like a two-day pass for like a weekend to watch sports. And it's like, it's like, what's the, like, is it really worth the attachment? Is it really worth it? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it is... I think it is all just... Uh, got to a point of... Not being necessary. It's gone beyond it. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't really think I've got much else to say on it. I think, I think I'll just reiterate. I think we're at the point of an ending. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but in the last few years, things have stagnated in terms of technology. Now, typically, when that happens, they'll uh, allow some new technology to be released. But when was the last time that happened? All you're getting is more of the same, it's just repackaged. Like, come on, a video doorbell that can monitor, you know, people going past your house and things monitor things in proximity provide access to your Wi-Fi come on a fridge a fridge with a fucking iPad built into the door sorry yeah I need to keep uh, keep tabs on that I can't can't keep swearing yeah a fridge or a washing machine with a smart computer in it and not a smart computer basically like a smartphone 
why so that you can see you can see inside your fridge when you're at work and decide what you're gonna have for dinner you know people used to do that before right but they would just think about what they had in the fridge but now you don't have, you don't even have to think about it you can just look at look at one of the cameras that's inside your fridge and I'm sure everyone else can look inside your fridge as well it's just like so unnecessary all this stuff so it is stuff crazy right it's taken me an hour and that was that path was apparently two and a half miles that can't be right can it done about three and a half miles in an hour apparently I'm not really walking super quick or anything I'm gonna have to yeah I think I'm gonna jump off in a sec I think that is it That is that is just uh, perspective, right? Different perspectives. The way that people people act. Lack of awareness. Very weird. How um, people can seemingly have no awareness of things that don't benefit them that they're only aware of the things that provide some sort of benefit to them it's really weird anyway do well and doubt not I'm just walking past that again Twin Town Wies Wiesbaden 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 I think it is not got anything to do with Biden, although the crest is blue and yellow. No idea what that means. Alright, well have a good day. Catch you later. Just another thing to add. So the state of being on a war, it's a condition of limited awareness you're limited by your own awareness right so you may be self-aware as in what you need what you do but you're not aware of other people of the things around you the people around you and the impact of the things that you do on them that's uh, that's what I mean by unawareness. State or condition of being unaware of anything outside self. I'll just mention as well the guy that came to look at the car. 
he was telling me that he had some health problems since he got the since he got the C word he said that he got the C word and now he's constantly testing himself because he's got what he called or what he told me were long C symptoms but when he told me what it was I said that that doesn't make sense I couldn't find any other way of explaining. I don't really I don't really feel like I needed to explain anything to him. He had a point of view from his experience, right? His perspective, it was his experience. But what he told me about what he's still suffering, I just said to him that makes no sense. It didn't make any sense to him either. Because he said it keeps happening. He keeps testing himself and the test he's saying is the validation of what it is but it's never validated he um he says he gets consistent migraines now and he always has to wear sunglasses he said when it's cold like cold wind and when it's sunny he said he gets migraines and he said it's only since since he got to the sea or he tested for the sea and I just said to him that makes no sense from what he told me anyway and uh, he is adamant that the sea is something that exists and that that's the cause of his his disease he's not at ease right he gets migraines when the sun's out or when it's cold I was going to try and explain that maybe maybe it's some sort of increase in um, radiation or energy from the sun but I think that probably would have been that would have probably been a bit too over the top so I didn't I didn't really say anything I just said that you know what he was describing just didn't make any sense that you don't typically that's not something that typically would happen right you know like you have a you have what a cold or a flu right but then something remains after that that kind of that kind of infers that something else has changed right something else has changed that's triggered that because if the illness if the dis if the disease whatever they call it cold or flu if that's gone but the other thing remains something else has changed something has changed could be a lack of something could be that that's what you've been told to fix to deal with you know like a challenge a 
the people are going to be challenged in different ways, right? Emotionally, spiritually, physically. Because people are going through things, have been going through things for the past few years. And it's all been associated with the sea. That's the broad term that's been applied to it. Because that is... That's just painting everything with the same brush. You know, you don't have to explain each individual thing. You don't have to come up with a plausible explanation for each individual... You don't have to have a uh, plausible explanation for each individual thing. You just apply a broad term to it. This is because of the sea. This is a symptom of long sea. See what I mean? And people take that perspective. You know? The guy I was speaking to today, I was like, he's saying, you've heard of long sea, right? And I'm like, yeah, I have. But I didn't tell him I don't. I didn't, I didn't share my perspective because he was, he came across as though he has one perspective on it, right? His experience and his experience was driven by tests that he took. And it's difficult to explain to somebody that the tests they, they were taken could have just been actually testing for nothing it could just be telling you that you're acidic or you're not acidic or you're neutral or you're not neutral you're alkaline or not alkaline how could it possibly test for such a broad range of things like everything is long C or C How could a simple little test possibly test for all of that? Somebody fell off the motorbike, but they tested positive for C. You know what I mean? Has absolutely nothing to do with it, but people use it as a measure. It's used as a measure. And even the people that don't believe in the test or the sea, they don't believe the sea is what it is said to be. But they don't really know what it is. They, they are calling it the flu or the cold. You know, they're calling it one of the other things. They're just saying that the sea doesn't exist. It's, it's actually something that already existed. So they're missing the point entirely that something else has changed <laughs> but people don't notice it because there's that big blue thing up up above them they don't look up they don't look at the big yellow shiny thing that shines on them every day or well not every day because sometimes they put up silver clouds that reflect back all that shiny stuff so we don't get to see it But people are not noticing those changes. People aren't noticing 
how many seven point something earthquakes has been in the last two weeks there's a 6.8 or something yesterday or this morning in Mexico again there's a 7.6 in the same kind of region only a few days ago people aren't connecting the pieces because they're not looking for the pieces they're only looking at the pieces that they're told on the table limited limited awareness they're aware but only aware of the things that are within the frame of frame of view either what's on the table or what's in the mirror so I just thought I would add that in because that was I mean the guy was nice right really easy to talk to um, seemed to enjoy the job but um, yeah he's obviously been um, ensnared in the limitations that have been put forward because he was trying to it was almost like he was trying to reassure me that you know he tests himself all the time as if he needs to reassure me, assure me. I was shaking the guy's hand before he even mentioned any of this stuff. I don't really, I don't really care. I don't really think it's necessary anymore. If somebody wants to be around me, that's the choice. If I want to be around them, that's my choice. They don't need to explain like, yo, don't worry, I've been tested. I test myself, you know, every day, twice a day, three times a day sometimes, you know? Or when I get a migraine, I test myself, you know? It's not necessary. And I don't feel it's ever necessary for me to explain my perspective or position to them. I just act normal because that is normal. Explaining your position to somebody saying, yeah, I don't believe in the sea never been tested never wore a thing on my face not had anything in my arm I don't feel I need to explain that position to anyone and I never have I did have some do-gooders at the hospital that tried to force like literally tried to force me to do things but luckily there are some actual good people even though they're still involved in all that or they were involved in that stuff they actually respected what I was telling them they allowed me to have a choice but some of the other staff typically the senior nurses you know I went there to pick up my son got his car seat and when I came back I was abused by two of the senior members because I wasn't doing what they told me to do <laughs> because they felt that even though I'd been there for two or three days and never you know I'm not sick I wasn't sick then um, I didn't wear anything on my face I didn't I didn't have it, it was my choice but they tried to force me it was literally just to make me comply they didn't care about anything else didn't care about my reason why they automatically assumed 
that I was one of those, uh, I don't know, I don't know what they were called, truthers. I don't, I don't know what they, I don't know what they would call them to be honest. But they, they assumed that I was of a certain disposition, you know, that I thought was all fake and all this stuff. But it's not, it's, I understand, I understand the realities of what's going on. And they don't. Because all they were doing was following their orders of whoever told them to enforce those things. But they can't enforce something that is akin to... almost like medical sanctioned asphyxiation. Put this over your mouth so you can't breathe. But they believed, they had a perspective that what they were doing was right. That, um, you know, they were trying to prevent something nasty. But if they believe that, they don't really understand health. They don't really understand what it means to be whole. Because just forcing somebody to put something on their face because that's what you believe isn't really caring about the person's health or the wholeness. Because you forcing somebody to physically do that, you're not really considering the mental health, are you? You're not really considering the physical health. Because you believe... You believe something. You believe that everybody must follow the rules. And there's probably probably a little bit of bias in there as well. Maybe because of the way I looked, the way I spoke, I don't really I didn't speak out of place at all. I just asserted my position. I said it's my choice. And when they were constantly trying to take my temperature, I told them they already recorded my temperature downstairs and they recorded it on my hand because I don't want them pointing things at my head or my eyes. See, it's um, when you try and assert your position, when you try and assert your choices and somebody pushes you back, that's when you know that they have an extreme position. Because I can understand that they may they may believe they're doing what they're doing because they believe it is good. I understand that. They can do it. They have the choice to do that themselves. But they don't have the choice to force everyone else to do it. They were just used. They were used to force people into compliance. And... I think that probably shows in the number of... I think there's been a decline in the, or there's been an increase in staff shortages and staff sickness in the NHS. Because I think people have been, uh, have seen the writing on the wall now. I think they've realised, you know, maybe it's not the right job for them. Because to be, to be in the health or wholeness industry, you actually have to care about people. And you actually have to 
respect that they have a choice. There isn't just one choice. There isn't just what you are saying, what you are dictating. So any medical people, I would never go and see a medical person. I'd never go and see a doctor. I just wouldn't. I've not seen the, the need to go and see a doctor since I was a kid because the way in which they treated me they could not figure out what was wrong with me, right? Oh, um, yeah, we've done some more tests. We don't know what's wrong. So we're going to prescribe this. That's all they kept doing. They didn't actually know what the problem was, but they could prescribe something for it. And I was too young to know any different. And I think that experience I was meant to have in order for me to be where I am now. Because my sixth house of health is full of uh, got a lot of planets in there something that I've been sort of doing since I was 18 you know um, fitness and things like that nutrition that's been the that's been like one of the the other main things. It's been one of the other main things that I've been doing, apart from apart from uh, being an IT consultant. So I'm aware of health and wholeness, and I'm more aware of what that means now. because I'm open to expanding my my knowledge I probably have been closed off in unawareness before like when I was in the bodybuilding diets and stuff like that I was kind of stuck in that that limitation that that was good but then, within the last two years, realizing now that isn't good. Realize, and realizing why it's not good. And just being able to adapt to that and to expand my knowledge and why, why you would eat meat and why you wouldn't eat meat. You know, if you were doing if you were doing what I was doing, if you wanted to increase your size significantly and wanted to gain a lot of muscle mass, then that's what you would need to do. You would need to eat a lot of protein and the easiest way to do that is to eat meat. You can't really get it any other way. But then the consequences of that, people don't think about the consequences. And that's what I learned. You know? Your body's not going to be operating 100% efficiently when you're doing things like that. So, that's... that's that is... being unaware as well. 
it's limitation any kind of limitation that's applied so I mean to a degree we're all in a war because day in you know today is limited to what I know today tomorrow that could expand or it could contract you know it's just uh, it's just the way it is so I think that's it now for on awareness got about 25 minutes and I'm just about just about back um, back in town so hopefully I should make it alright okay so catch you in a bit